Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. Our text today comes from the second chapter of Paul's letter to the church in Corinth, chapter 4, verse 7, and continuing on to 5, verse 1. But we have this treasure in clay pots, so that the awesome power belongs to God and doesn't come from us. We are experiencing all kinds of trouble, but we aren't crushed. We are confused but we aren't depressed. We are harassed, but we aren't abandoned. We are knocked down, but we are knocked out. We always carry Jesus' death around in our bodies so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies. We who are alive are always being handed over to death for Jesus' sake so that Jesus' life can also be seen in our bodies that are dying. So death is, all, is at work in us, but life is at work in you. We have the same faithful spirit as what is written in scripture. I had faith, and so I spoke. We also have faith, and so we also speak. We do this because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus, and he will bring us into his presence along with you. All these things are for your benefit. As grace increases to benefit more and more people, it will cause gratitude to increase, which results in God's glory. So we aren't depressed. Even if our bodies are breaking down on the outside, the person that we are on the inside is being renewed each day. Our temporary minor problems are producing an internal stockpile of glory for us, that is beyond all comprehension. We don't focus on the things that we can that can be seen, but on the things that can't be seen. The things that can be seen don't last, but the things that can't be seen are eternal. We know that if the tent that we live in on earth is torn down, we have a building from God. It's a house that isn't handmade which is eternal and located in heaven. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. So there used to be this great restaurant, a Middle Eastern restaurant in Northeast Minneapolis, and it had a delicious buffet, and I'm a sucker for Middle Eastern food coming from Southeastern Michigan where this cuisine is pretty common. So I would go there on nights when Daniel was busy. So I was there one evening during the summer and things were different. They were a little off, not like they usually had been. Now the place, the restaurant was packed 
but no one was going to the buffet. In fact, no one was eating at all. Everyone was just standing there. So I went up to the counter, I paid for my meal, I grabbed food, which was easy because again, no one was eating, and I ate my dinner. After a while, I realized what was happening. Most of the people there were Somali, and most, of course, most of the women were wearing the hijab or the head covering. And I realized it's Ramadan. It's the holy month on the Islamic calendar where Muslims around the world fast during the day. But when evening comes, they break the fast with a meal. Everyone there was waiting for the time they could break the fast. And when that time came, and it came while I was still there, people descended on that buffet ready to eat and savor the delicious food. I've always been fascinated by our Islamic and Jewish relatives, our cousins, because along with Ramadan and, and also I would say the Jewish holiday of Yom Kippur, there are days, these are days that are set aside to take time away from the world to remind themselves of what matters in life. When asked what, what, why people would do this, this is from a Jewish rabbi that explained what Yom Kippur, what the importance of that holiday. And they say, throughout the year, many people spend their days focusing on almost nothing else besides food, sex, work, superficial material possessions, and superficial pleasures. On Yom Kippur, we restore the priorities to what really counts in life. And they're right, because it's so easy for all of us, no matter how devout that we are, to get focused on the daily grind. We are worried about money, or we think about fame, or we think about sex, or work, or what have you. And these times, like Ramadan or Yom Kippur, remind us that those things aren't what matters. Now Paul is writing this letter. It is the second letter that he writes to the church in Corinth. And he is trying to remind them what matters. And he, but he starts by telling them how finite they are compared to Christ. So he starts in verse 7, and he refers to humans as clay pots that carry an important treasure. That even as our bodies are dying, we who are Christians, we who are followers of Jesus Christ, carry the life of Jesus within us. And so even in our fragile bodies, Paul says that we are able and bold to speak about Jesus because of the valuable treasure that lives that lives within us. It's interesting that he talks about clay pots, and you can think about this in very many different ways. Sometimes 
it could refer to but those very kind of plain pots that you have seen people make or have or or seen from antiquity or they can be incredibly decorative um, either way what's fascinating about it no matter how beautiful they are no matter how plain they are they're fragile if you bump into them if they fall on the floor they're gonna break but sometimes what's fascinating is what's put in them sometimes it could be flowers sometimes it could be pens or things that you need or if you're a kid candy something of value is always put in these very fragile fragile pots and the whole concept of fragility is something that is at least up front in my own my imagination because the last year has reminded us of how fragile life truly is we all have heard the stories of people who are healthy and they caught the coronavirus ended up and ended up in the house hospital and in some cases died we all might think that we are invincible but the fact of the matter is all it takes is a little virus in our lives can be radically altered, if not ended. And Paul's reminder of our own fragility and the, the, the treasure that we carry within our bodies should be both humbling and exciting. It's humbling because it doesn't matter how smart we are, or how much experience we have. It doesn't matter how good looking we are. Our fragility, our brokenness tells us that we are not all that and that it is not up to us how the gospel is spread instead God works through us using these delicate beings that we are to spread God's good news to those who desperately need it now earlier this week you may have received a letter in the mail um, it was a Pentecost, kind of a Pentecost letter showing what things are happening. And you received the, um, kind of this talk about a provisional vision statement. And it is provisional because I think it's something that we are working on and living into. And a vision statement is something that shows where the church is headed. This statement is open to change, but it, what it stands now is a statement that says something about who we are and where we're going. And you all have it in your um, bulletins, and I hope that you can put this up in your um, refrigerators or wherever you um, have a bulletin board or something just to remind you of this. But it simply says, gathered to worship, scattered for service. And we gather every Sunday to worship God. We come together for prayer, lift our concerns to God and we come for Bible study to learn more about what it means to follow Jesus and then after all of that we're scattered to go from this building into the world to share our lives with our friends and our strange and strangers and it's in that sharing of Jesus that things happen we are scattered to work for justice for the outcasts the immigrant and the stranger. And God entrusts this vital message of salvation to us. 
we who are fragile, we who don't live forever, we who make mistakes and sometimes fall away. But deep within us is this treasure, the thing that matters, the thing that is within our bodies that are, as we all know, are dying. And the fact is, because of this valuable treasure that we have, we need to be telling everyone and anyone of the one that has defeated death and brings salvation to all of us. So throughout the summer, we will be going back to this provisional mission vision statement, and it will be our theme of what it means for us as a community to gather for worship, to learn about the faith, and then to be sent out to serve others. And it is a reminder that God sends imperfect beings. And it is only through the grace of God that the message spreads. So about 10 years ago, actually now 12 to be exact, um, my husband Daniel and I, along with my parents and cousins and an uncle, aunt and uncle, were at El Yunque. That is a rainforest in Puerto Rico. It is a beautiful place. If you have never been, I would suggest you go. But we were kind of going through the park, and we came up to this on the drive, this big rock. And so Daniel and I and a cousin climbed up the rock for a picture. It was as I was doing this, I realized something. I was almost 40, and if I fell, I would be in major pain. That was something I didn't think about when I was younger, but I decided right then and there that was going to be the last time I was going to do something like this, because it was at that moment I realized I'm fragile, I'm limited, and yet God's message still lives within me. And God's message lives within you as well. God carries this incredible message within us. It is what matters. Let us go and share it with others. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.